0: here's dr alex hi dr alex here if you like the show today or any day I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to itunes and leave a review for the show i've been doing this for about 14 years now and i spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show and if you like it if it's worth your time if you think it might benefit others i would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show thank you so very much since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd you should always check with a licensed health care provider about any specific health concern you may have you know we have people come to us all the time um, and they feel like something's not right. They don't have any big disease or or any trauma or catastrophe going on in their life. Now we get a lot of that too. But another group that we get is people who don't have that going on, but they feel like something's not right. Something's missing. They're they're you know if if this is if this is if this is as good as it gets. You know, there was a movie not long ago with um Jack Nicholson and I think Diane Keaton, I'm not sure, called As Good As It Gets. Well if this is as good as it gets <laughs> um, you know, it ain't so great. Uh and, and and is there anything I can do? And I feel like there's more than this out there. And I feel like, you know, uh so help me. What what else is there? Okay. And I think what we're talking about today is one of the critical factors if that's what's going on in your life. Uh, the alternate name I have for this uh, spiritual law of nature is turning have-tos into want-tos. So think about that. you know. And, and, and let's start with this right off the bat. While you're under your tree this week, think about that. Are the things that you do in your life have-tos or want-tos? Okay, and, and maybe make a little list and say, okay, um, I'm a parent. Is, is that the stuff I do as a parent? You know, uh, doing laundry, uh, breakfast, uh, taking, uh, playing with my kid when I get home from work, uh, doing stuff with them over the weekends, helping them with their homework. You know, maybe list a few of those and say, okay, are these have-tos or want-tos for me? Okay, uh, stuff I do in order to provide, uh, shelter and food and clothing and all those kind of things to support my family. Are those have-tos or want-tos for me? Okay, so write down those things. Okay, going to work and, and, and all the, maybe even all the different things you do at work. Okay, there's, there's, there's this part of what I do and that one's kind of a want-to. But then I've got this one and this one that are have-tos okay and sort of list those things and 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 your other roles as a neighbor or as someone that you know from church or a club or or whatever and then maybe you have hobbies and maybe the hobbies are more want to's and and maybe for a lot of you watching tv for 4 hours every night is the big want to of your day only you, only after years of doing that you know, what have you got to show for it? It was really just to kind of distract you from all the other half tos of your life, okay? So um, that's the under-your-tree thing for this week, is take a look at the different roles of your life. Are they have-tos or want-tos? Well, you know what? I believe that what most of the experts teach us as far as how to live our life supposedly, in order to be successful, is what causes our life to be full of want-tos. I'm sorry, full of have-tos. In other words, I believe we are trained to live our life in such a way where we're largely unhappy, and most of the things we do in our life, we feel like, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Well, let me tell you, that is a bummer of a way to live your life, and I know because I used to live my life that way. In fact, I, I, I bet until Hope kicked me out of the house twenty, three, or four years ago, that's how I lived every day. It was a have to. Okay, now I had some want tos, all right, but they were few and far between, and and even those I didn't completely enjoy because I had so much other have-to stuff in my life that was always hanging in the backdrop, okay? Um, one of the uh, characteristics... Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Sorry about that. Um, here's how to- so how do you tell? How do you tell if you are living your life to get love, joy, and peace or out of love, joy, and peace? Because that's the key. And that's why I decided to go with that title, for the spiritual law of nature. If you're living your life to get love, joy, and peace, you are locking yourself in to a place where your life is going to be characterized by have-tos instead of want-tos. And it doesn't matter what the activity is, okay? You can take the same activity and... It could be a have to or a want to. Let me give you an example. Uh, I've, given, I've given one of these examples before. Let me give you two. Uh, growing up, it was my job to sweep the back porch uh, in the fall when all the leaves would keep blowing all over the, black, the back porch. And as a little kid, I absolutely hated that. All right? It was a pretty big porch. Uh, leaves would just, on, on almost a daily basis, be covering the porch. It, it, probably, it would probably take me, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes to sweep it off, all right? And then the very next day, it would be full of leaves again. And I can remember as a little kid, and and, and you know, you've got to be thinking, when you hear me say this, sweeping the porch, well, that's not any big deal. Yeah, absolutely. It shouldn't have been, but it was to me, all right? And I can remember sweeping that porch, and, and I didn't, I've didn't. i never really cussed in my life, but it was kind of the equivalent of cussing. I mean, I was frustrated. I was irritated. Why in the world do I have to be doing this? It's going to be right back full of leaves tomorrow. How come Roger can't do this, you know, my brother? Uh, and on and on and on, and I was just absolutely miserable. Okay? And this is how you can, and that's another one of the ways you can tell if you're doing stuff from have to's or want to's, and if you're doing stuff to get love, joy, and peace, or out of love, joy, and peace. Is what is your life characterized by? Is it characterized by anxiety and frustration and irritation and all that sort of stuff, or by joy, peace, happiness? Etc. all right? Well, I was doing the porch in absolute misery and, and did every single time. And I guessed as long as I lived at home, that's the way it was. Well, years later, after Hope and I were married and she had kicked me out and we had reconciled and God had done some major surgery on my heart, uh, my spiritual heart, It was interesting to me because I came back to visit my mother and there were leaves all over that back porch and I smiled as I remembered being so miserable and how I dreaded so much sweeping off that back porch and um, I went and got a broom and I started sweeping the back porch. And I was absolutely amazed, ladies and gentlemen, at the difference because I I, I felt joy. I felt peace. I felt happiness. I felt gratitude for all the stuff that my mom had done for me and how much I loved her. And at the time, she happened to have cancer and, and was dying, so I felt that even more, okay? And I almost did not want... To get the porch swept off, because I was having, I was getting so much enjoyment out of doing it. Okay, and 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 so was amazed at the difference. Now that was a number of years apart. The one I've told all of you before was with me and Hope, where before Hope kicked me out of the house my most dreaded thing in the whole world to do was to clean a toilet. All right? I, you know, I thought that this is absolutely disgusting, and I despised it. I mean, absolutely despised it. became very agitated, irritated, angry, frustrated, et cetera. And then after Hope and I were reconciled, Um, We were actually cleaning houses together. My wife had started a little house cleaning business, and my job, guess what, was to clean the toilets. And let me tell you, I mean, you may not believe this, but I cleaned those toilets in absolute ecstasy. I was singing, man, there is nowhere in the world I would rather have been than cleaning those toilets because I was with hope and she loved me, and, and we were reconciled, and things were wonderful, better than they had ever been, okay? So the exact same activity, sweeping the porch, cleaning the toilet, in one situation, it's, miserab- in mi- it's misery, or at the least, anxiety, stress, frustration. In the other instance, it's wonderful, joy, peace happiness etc so what makes the difference well the main difference is if you're doing it out of joy peace and love or to get joy peace and love what the experts teach is do the stuff you do to get love joy and peace you know Do it to get the million dollars, to get the house on the hill, to get the new sports car, to get whatever, and then when you get that, you will be happy. You will feel joy and peace and stuff like that. Gang, if you've heard me long at all, you know that that not only doesn't work, but the clinical research on this says it doesn't work from Harvard, from Stanford, from NYU, from Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas, Texas, all right? The external is created by the internal. The internal is not created by the external. And that is a spiritual law of nature, and, and, and there's no exceptions, okay? So if you are doing something to get your love, joy, and peace... it's never going to work. It's going to turn into a vicious cycle for you. Okay? You have to heal the internal, and then you do whatever you do out of love, joy, and peace, not to get it. So how do you tell? How do you tell where you are now? Well, some of it's really obvious. Okay? Um, Here's a couple of questions. When you're sitting under your tree this week, is it hard or easy? If it's hard, you're doing it to get love, joy, and peace. If it's easy, chances are you're doing it out of love, joy, and peace. Number two, are you tired? Does it, make, does it exhaust you? Does it drain your energy or give you energy? Chances are if it's draining your energy, you're doing it to get love, joy, and peace. If it gives you energy, you're doing it out of love, joy, and peace. Number three, are you happy doing it while you're doing it? Not just the idea that you will be happy when you get to the end result. By the way, that won't work, at least not long term. You might be happy for a few minutes, a day, a week, maybe a month, but not long term. It's impossible. It's a spiritual impossibility. So, if you're doing it to get love, joy, and peace, you're going to experience anxiety, frustration. It's going to be hard. It's going to make you tired. And chances are you're not going to be happy while you're doing it. All right? Um... One of the other big issues with this, and you've heard me talk about this too, is whether you're focused on results or focused on the process. We tend to think we need a certain result before we can be happy and content, when in reality we need to be happy and content in order to get a certain result, it's a paradox. There's a thing called instant and delayed gratification, and I would encourage all of you to do a computer uh, Google search on this, and what you're going to find is really astounding. Uh, this goes back, and this research goes back decades, and they've studied children uh, about whether they had the ability to delay gratification or have instant gratification and one of the things they would do is they would offer a child a little piece of candy or something they liked right now or a whole lot more of it or something that they liked even better if they could wait for just a few minutes and then they would watch to see what happened okay and children who had the ability and the um, maybe maybe the the love joy peace already inside them where they could delay gratification, it was just a, a a list of everything you would ever want in their life when they grew up they were happier, they were healthier, they had better relationships, they had better jobs, they made more money, they were more respected they Uh, It's incredible, and it's like night and day. If you can't delay gratification, you're going to make worse grades in school, worse SAT scores, worse ACT scores, you know, and, and everything else, be less happy, less content, make less money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you can delay gratification, you make higher scores, have more success in life, more happiness, Well, how could that be? How could that one factor be almost the flipping of a switch between what you want and what you don't want? That's where I want to end today. The only way you can do this, the only way that you can have your life be want-tos instead of have-tos, whether it's sweeping the porch, cleaning a toilet, doing your work, parenting, doing the laundry, no matter what. The only way you can do that, the only way it's possible, is with love. Love is the power that turns your have-tos into want-tos. Okay? If you think about my two examples, love for my mother turned sweeping the porch from a have-to into a want-to. Love for my wife turned cleaning the toilets from a have-to into a want-to. And here's how it does it. Love is the power that creates belief. Belief leads to trusting versus Control. Control is, okay, doggone it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take charge of my current circumstances, and I'm going to force what I want to happen right now. Trust says, no, I can, I, I can wait. I can be patient. I can let this play out. I can, I can be content in the process. All right, belief delays gratification. That's the definition of belief, guys. Belief, which is which is um, part of there's there's three parts of belief: faith rooted in the past, trust rooted in the present, hope rooted in the future. Okay, but all are part of the belief family. And the thing that makes belief belief is time. I believe I believe that God created time because of faith, because of belief. Belief requires time. If there wasn't any time, you wouldn't have to believe. It would you'd have it right now. That's instant gratification. All right? So belief is is having the ability to be okay over a period of time without having to grab control and force the circumstances to give you what you want right now or the best substitute you can get, whether that's liquor, sex, um, television, or a thousand other things. That, that By the way, there's nothing inherently wrong about liquor and sex and, and those kind of things, only if they're out of balance and done in an unhealthy way. But when done as a love substitute, because I can't get the thing I really want right this minute, as much as I try to control it, I still can't make it happen, so I'm going to get the best substitute I can. That is control. And that is the opposite of belief. It's the opposite of faith. And it is instant gratification. And those are the children who grow up and their life is not what they want. And by the way, that's the vast majority. The great majority do, are not able to delay gratification in that way. I want it now. Okay? So, real quick, love leads to belief. Love is the power that creates belief. Belief leads to trust instead of control. Belief delays gratification. And belief is the door through which all positive results come long term. So if you are trying to get the long-term results that you want in your life, great relationships, wonderful income, successful career, happiness, love, joy, peace, all that kind of stuff, but you are addicted to instant gratification and control instead of belief, faith, hope, and trust, And being able to delay gratification, first of all, you're never going to get there. Your life is going to be characterized by have-tos instead of want-tos with pretty much everything you're doing. And you can be guaranteed, here's the key, gang, you can be guaranteed that you have a love deficit. And that can be from other people. Loving yourself and from God. Although I believe God's love is always available. It's not on his part. It's on my part. Not willing to receive. So what you've got to do is pray, get the codes out, and start healing those love issues, those belief issues, those control issues of your life, and then say, you know what, doggone it, I am not living my life anymore where everything's a have to instead of a want to. I'm not going to live anymore to get love, joy, and peace. I'm going to live out of love, joy, and peace, where that permeates even cleaning toilets to make it not just bearable, but able to be enjoyed. Okay, and I'm going to delay gratification. I'm going to believe, and I'm going to see those long-term results come in my life too that I've never been able to achieve before. So that's that's how critical this is. It, it, it can. It, it is. It is something that on this hinge can go the happiness or unhappiness, the, the, the good results versus not the results that you want, of, of virtually anything in your life. And it starts with love. So I would suggest uh, not only going back with the codes and start healing these issues, but also uh, find a good love picture from your past find a good love picture related to your future, even if you just create one, and really meditate on those every single day while you heal these issues and determine that you're going to live your life in want-tos, you're going to live out of love, joy, and peace, you're going to delay gratification, you're going to believe. And... Um, You know, that's a lot of stuff. So you you may need to listen to the recording of this again. But if you do that, it'll transform your life as it has mine, where even with your head stuck in a toilet, it can be wonderful, content, joy, peace, happiness, gratitude, singing a song. And, and let me tell you, that's, uh, that's kind of unusual in this world, to feel that way with your head stuck in a toilet. <laughs> that's a weird place to end, but uh, that's what I wanted to share with you today. And, um, and it will make a huge difference in your life if you integrate it.